Okay, so moving right along with, with our journey and our objective to getting you sponsored travel partnerships, let's now talk about tourist boards. So if you're not familiar what a tourist board is, essentially these are these are agencies typically run by the government or local authorities that, you know, their their main job is is you know promoting the destinations, you know, that, that they represent. Uh, they're generally receptive to working with travel bloggers. Um, you know, if you if you talk to or perhaps you yourself are, you know, have had success in the past, you know, in obtaining travel sponsorships, you know, tourist boards really are the the the, the meat and potatoes of, of who you're going to be pitching. They're they're again receptive for working with travel bloggers, and you know they're in the business of promoting their destination, so it's a naturally good fit. You know, a, a cautionary tale I like to tell people is you know know that the budgets of these these tourist boards aren't necessarily as big as you might expect. Um, you know, if you if you've gone to any uh, tourism conventions conferences. You know, a lot of times tourist boards have the really nice flashy booths set up. <clears throat> you know, they have some really nice looking, you know, materials that they hand out that are very professionally done. And, you know, you may think that they have huge budgets, but a lot of times they don't. All right. So it's just a, a cautionary tale there. And remember also that they're typically government agencies, like I said. And what does that mean? Well, it means government bureaucracy. So you may have to, you know, navigate around some, some typical government bureaucracy you know, depending upon the each individual tourist boards. And they're all different, but they're still somewhat a little bit similar in this regards. And I have to say every time, you're probably sick of me hearing this, but it is so important and there's a reason I say it every time, you have to treat these like a business proposition, all right? You know, think about as we're going through this process, when you're developing your pitch to these tourist boards, that you have in the back of your mind that, that this is going to be a, a mutually beneficial business partnership. Um, again, I say it every time, super important, but that this is what's going to separate you from the others and is going to lead to more successful uh, you know, endeavors for you. All right, so step one, let's get started here. Know what you want, all right? A lot of times this is hard. I know, especially if you're just getting started, you may actually not know exactly what you want when you're pitching these tourist boards, but here's a little suggestion for you, okay? Whittle it down to some of these, these three basics. So first of all, establish where do you want to go? And once you have that in mind, what do you want to obtain? Are you looking for you know full expenses covered? Are you looking for a discount? Maybe a combination of the both. And you may not know, okay? And, and we're going to talk about you know crafting some letters and there's some examples where you know even if you don't have your specifics you know in in line with you know what you want we're going to we're going to go over how to word that to make sure that it's it's clear to them and and lastly when are you planning to visit now when you're working with tourist boards oftentimes having specific dates help um, you know and and if you actually have and you're able to obtain flights ahead of time you know on your own um, you know this certainly helps too and, and we're going to put this all into our letter when we craft it um, and send it to, off to the tourist board so expectations, what you know, I think it's important. You know, a lot of people, if, if you're just getting started, maybe you've never approached a tourist board, you're probably thinking, you know, what are the typical expectations? You know, what comes out of these? You know, what is a, a, a typical, um, you know, partnership involved when working with a tourist board? And, and here are a few general categories of, of partnerships that, that you can expect. Um, you may get a trip where absolutely nothing is covered, but you're provided with contacts and you may get free entrance to sites. Um, you know, a trip where everything is complimentary, you know, that's ultimately, you know, some really great trips come out of that. 
Um, you know, you may have everything is complimentary except for the flights. You know, flights are expensive, and a lot of times also, you know, tourist boards may not have an agreement with a particular airline. Sometimes they do, um, and then you know, you may have your flights covered. But you know, generally, you know, for the for the common ones that you're going to get back, the flights won't be covered. And sometimes even the tourism board, you know, if you have a real good personal relationship working with them, you've you've built up trust with them, they may actually have trips where they pretty much arrange everything for you. And, and those are certainly the nice trips because you don't have to do any of the planning trip. You simply go on the trip. But again, when, when you do these, these are the ones that are going to come out of, you know, a very, you know, professional approach in working with the tourism board, which we're teaching you to do. And, you know, there's going to be expectations that come out of them as well, too. But you're taking this course, so I know that, you know, you're not going to have any problem not only securing these trips, but also following through and, you know, having positive, you know, building positive relationships and, and positive endeavors out of them. All right, so what you can provide, all right, what are you going to give back to the company in return for these trips? And, and you should know this and you should have, you know, even if you're not including this in your, your initial pitch, you know, making sure that you have this written down and you know what your expectation is that you're going to provide back. How many blog posts are you going to provide? You know, the timing of these postings, both before, you know, so this is the build up to the trip and you're building that buzz about the trip and you're, you know, posting about it, you know, during your trip, you know, having real-time updates and posts on your blog, and then after the trip as well, too. And the same thing, you know, not only for your blog posts, but also for your social media posts as well, too, before, during, and after, and, and sort of having these expectations laid out there and, and know what you're going to provide. And then lastly, what kind of content? Is it simply going to be, you know, written stories? Are you going to provide sort of a videos, like a, a vlogger type type uh, you know campaign are you going to provide photos and how is that going to work over into your overall strategy for this campaign um, it's an, another thing to note here is that a lot of times tourist boards get content and what I mean by that is photos videos from you know the partnering hotels and tour operators already um, you know they may be flooded with that you know they, they represent these these partnering hotels and and, and tour 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 group operators. So, you know, it's, it's critical that you think about how you can stand out and, you know, what content can you provide that's unique, you know, keeping in mind that we're already getting photos and videos from that, you know, think about your voice of your blog and, and the unique offerings that, that you can provide, you know, to these tourism boards that really sets them apart and gives them a unique edge in, in their marketing campaigns. Now, what I wanted to do is, this is a direct quote actually from someone that has worked for a tourist board and was actually in charge of um, reviewing sponsorship pitches and proposals. And, you know, she writes, tourism boards exist to support the tourism industry, and thus they value opportunities to work with and support their stakeholders, such as hotels, tour operators, and airlines. If you can make the tourist board look good by getting the hotels and operators visibility, qualified leads, and more bookings, you'll be well on your way to a successful pitch. So in other words, if it's of your interest to include benefit for not only the travel board you're pitching, but also to include benefit for the businesses that they are represented by the board. So, you know, it, it's easy to, it, and all this is what I'm trying to say is that it's easy to fall into the trap of, you know, a tourist board, you know, may represent a particular region or area or even country, but ultimately their goal is to promote 
the businesses that they're representing, which includes hotels. So if you can, you know, figure out a way in your pitch to to ensure the travel board that that you're 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 bringing in visibility and you're bringing in exposure to the businesses they represent, it's going to play you know very favorably um, for you. So just like we talked about with the you know developing other pitches, you know to to hotels to to businesses, we want to you know, do our homework up front and figure out who to pitch. So we're going to do our research again. We're going to do our homework, all right? Where are we going to go to do this? You know, all tourism boards have websites. And what we can do, you know, the same way in the same exercise, and I had those examples for you when we went through and we, we tried to locate who to contact, we're going to do the same thing with, with the tourism board. Um, a reminder to avoid the, the generic contact us email. They're getting hundreds of people going in there and, and sending their pitches to that email. We don't want that, all right? <laughs> Remember, you know, we can, you know, use the press section. Um, it's usually at the bottom of the website. Again, you know, a lot of times tourist boards will have, you know, this section in there. And, and just like we had in the other demonstration, you can go in and you can look for, you know, who's authoring those. And a lot of times you can find direct uh, contact information links within there. We can use LinkedIn like we had an example before. Simply search for the specific travel board that we're looking for and then look at the people who are working for that board. And, you know, that's another thing. We can Google search, you know, look for the travel board name and, you know, just simply Google media contact with that, that travel board's uh, particulars name in there as well too in the search. Um, other bloggers, again, if you know a blogger has worked with a travel board before, reach out to them, right? And, and simply ask for the contact on, on who they worked with. You know, I know if someone asked me for that, um, you know, it, it is a competitive world, but I have no problem at all providing contact information if someone, you know, took the time to reach out to me and was friendly and said, you know, we're doing a trip to, um, you know, Peru, and we know that you, you did a, a campaign with, with their, you know, tourist board there. You know, who did you work with? And you can provide me the information. Again, you know, I have no problem sending that information to them, and, and I don't think other people would either. Now, the other thing I want to mention here is trade shows, right? So it's an excellent, it's a superb opportunity to establish connections with these tourist boards. Um, you know, we talked previously about, you know, when, when people do business, you know, they, they prefer to do business with someone that they've met and they have a trust built up with. And, you know, meeting people face-to-face, -face, a lot of times these representatives, these, these marketing managers, um, you know, will be at these trade shows representing their 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 tourist boards. And this is a terrific opportunity to to reach out to them. So writing your pitch, we're gonna follow the same rules that we did, you know, when we wrote our other pitches, right? We want to introduce ourselves, we want to establish when we'll be visiting, we want to be clear, but we also want to be a little bit flexible. Um, communicate your stats if you have some positive ones in there, make your pitch and include your media kit. Now, you know, when you send your media kit, I also recommend, you know, upload it, uploading it to Google Docs or a secure place on, on your, your blog and putting your link in an email. You know, a really graphic heavy media kit can consume a ton of email size and that can, you know, just result in your email getting rejected. So a little side note there, um, you know, pay attention to the size of your media kit, you know, when you're sending it and you may want to consider putting it in the link. All right, so here's an example. I'm not going to read the whole thing to you. I do have this example uh, included in the, the addendum attachment that we have for this course. You know, I believe it's example four for you, so you can go ahead and reference it. Um, this, is, this is more what I did was I just put my own information to the template that I'm providing to you guys. So you, you can give a good read through here and see how this works. 
um, you know, a couple things to, to point out here. Um, you know, for this particular one, you know, I, I was planning a trip to Norway to do a feature on road tripping, the recently established national travel route. So this is something that I found within their website and their press section that they were they were recently coming up on a promotion for these new travel routes that they were doing. So this is sort of a proactive reach to get to them and, and try to get ahead of the game, you know, assuming that the, the budgets were still there. So when they announce these these individual campaigns, they, they have a certain budget that's allotted to them and you want to get into that budget you know, before other people get into them or the budget starts dwindling on, on other campaigns. So, you know, you can see, you know, that was the, the rationale for putting it in there. Um, you know, adding specific requests here, but still keeping it a little bit vague and also having, you know, travel, you know, plans already made. Um, but what I did include in here, if you look down here is, you know, I, I had a flight booked for this on this particular date to that particular date, but I did mention in there that they are adjustable. Um, I just wanted to throw that in there because, you know, you know it's it, it's always recommended they have specific dates when you're working with tour sports, but at the same time, you know, you want to make it known to them that you are available for other things as well too, um, you know, other opportunities if, if they did have them. So that's another example. You know, you can read through that. Um, um, the, you know, feel free to use it as a template for you. But again, make sure you're personalizing these things, using your own voice, using your own statistics that you put in here. But I think there's a lot of value to seeing what other people have done and had success with as well, too. So I included it. All right. So some tips about working with tourist boards. Um, start with a pitch to a, a, the hotel or a tourist operator before you actually, you know, pitch the, the board, which kind of sits above them. Um, you know, we, we talked about how these tourist boards work for the benefit of their local hotels and operators. So if you've already landed a sponsorship with a local business, such as a hotel or a, a local tour operator, you know, the tourism board is going to look at that favorably. You know, they're going to think, oh, well, you know, okay, if you're working for this tourist board, which we happen to work with as well, too, this is a nice fit for you. And, and you know, our efforts are going to be aligned and our marketing efforts um, will, will pay off positively. Research the current and upcoming marketing campaigns the tourism board is promoting. I talked about this. You know, you want to make sure that you're targeting your pitch with emphasis on the benefits of working with you in these campaigns. It's going to greatly increase your chances. You know, if you have spe specific campaigns in mind, you know, look at their social media file. Look at their hashtags that they're using. Once again, you know, they may have created their own hashtag. Engage them with that. You know, think about your pitch. You know, aligning with that campaign. Um, ideally, you're going to want to get ahead of the process again because of budgets. You're going to want to send your pitch early so that you're you're getting in on those those early budgets. Um, and the the other thing I want to tell you guys, and I think this is super valuable, is you know before you send your pitch and you know reach out to these these tourist boards and and form a relationship with them and send the introductory email. And I have an example for it in here. You know, asking them, you know, do you have any upcoming campaigns? You can even do it. And I, the example that I provide that I like to do is, you know, at the beginning of the year, you know, send out an email and say, you know, I'm, I'm interested in working with you. I think we're, we're a good fit. You know, what campaigns do you have upcoming for the year? And, you know, they'll get back to you. And then, you know, from there, you're, you're almost assuring yourself that you're getting it ahead of the game because you're having them tell you what the upcoming campaigns are. And if they work with travel bloggers, then you can, you can send them a pitch based upon that feedback that they're providing you. Super valuable stuff. 
Consider the timing of your planned trip, all right? A lot of destinations that these tourist boards represent have peak travel times. And if you plan to travel, you know, during those peak travel seasons, the travel boards may not be able to accommodate your pitch. So make sure you send well in advance if you are going to be traveling during the peak travel season. But try to think about going off season. There's a lot of potential for there. So you can actually pitch an idea about, you know, doing the benefits of, of traveling to their destination during the off season. And that's your story. Now, a couple things stand out in my mind to that, you know, and I, I've done this before and it's worked, is that, you know, they a lot of the hotels that they represent are going to have capacity off season. And, you know, it doesn't hurt them at all to, to comp a room, to, to give you, you know, free admission to a tour or to, you know, any number of their sites. Because, you know, they're, they're getting something in return, but they're not losing out either. They're not, you know, your room isn't costing them because they have capacity anyway. So off-season trips and working with tours and boards are, are a nice little trick. You know, if you want to get some, uh, some success, some early success, consider working with uh, travel boards off-season. So I talked about this, but I want to emphasize it too. You know, the value of human connection, especially with these tourist boards. Emails are a dime a dozen. They filled with promises and I can't say it enough there's so much value in reaching out to your contacts by way of telephone you know putting a voice to the words before sending your pitch um, you want them to feel connected to you you're in the business of connecting others to your sponsor's product and you know demonstrating your skill and communication therefore is invaluable to your efforts I can't say that enough and even take it a step further face to face is even better and you're probably saying well that's great but you know, how do I talk with someone with the tourist board in Rwanda and how do I meet them face to face? Well, travel conventions and shows. These these tourism boards send their representatives and a lot of times these are people that are that are in position to make decisions to these these conventions and these, these shows. You know, it's expensive to send someone from from an African tourism board to a travel big travel show in New York so they're going to be sending people who are you know higher up in the food chain and are in position to be able to make decisions remember that and remember to stand out so I'll let you guys read through this but I was you know a related travel story just this past weekend I was at the New York New York um, City uh, New York Times travel show and I was I was walking around, and this is part of the trade part of the convention, so this is before the general public was allowed in. I was making my rounds, and you go booth to booth with these things, and, you know, a lot of times when you meet people, you know, there's so many travel bloggers there, and there's kind of a, you know, canned, you know, generic, you know, greetings that, that go on at these things. If you've ever been to them, you know what I'm talking about. And, you know, I was at a particular one. I was at a, um, uh, a, a cruise ship. And, you know, a, a rather big cruise ship operator and I had gone up to them and, you know, we started our, our introductions and it was pretty funny because I actually told them right up front, I was like, you know what, I have never been on a cruise before. You know, I'm, I'm a recognized travel influencer. I've traveled all over the world, but I've never set foot on an actual cruise. And her response was kind of funny. She was like, you know what, this is going to sound absolutely crazy, but 
here I am representing the you know this cruise ship operator. But I before I got this job, I had myself never set foot on a cruise either. So that's completely crazy. And we got talking back and forth about that. It was kind of a funny story. And my point in this story being is that you know we we laughed about it. We we made that sort of you know personal connection. And you know I, I made a point, and I I do this when I meet with anyone face to face at these travel booths. I bring it back to them, you know, not just myself. And I always say, you know, that I hope they get really busy for the rest of the weekend when the public comes in and, you know, they, they sell lots of cruises and they seem to like that. And you know what? The next day I got an email from her asking if I'd be interested in working with the company. Just over something so silly as, you know, bonding over the fact that I've never been on a cruise and she hadn't either either. So, again, this is sort of a long story, but I just want to, you know, emphasize the point that connections, they matter and they really can lead to opportunities. All right, so locating tourism boards. Um, there's something called the World Tourism Directory that I found a while back. Um, it's a central location that lists all of these tourism boards. Um, not all the links in there are active, but it, it definitely is the best source out there for a comprehensive listing of them. You know, if you don't want to, you can always Google, again, the tourism board name um, and, and figure out where their website is, but if you want a central repository of all of them, I've provided the link here to you, and I'll put it in the reference section at the end of this course. It's pretty helpful. Um, you know, I use it to, to try to figure out where to go, and there's some contacts listed in there as well, too. So I have the link there. I provided it to you. Um, and the other thing I want to say is there's also a lot of local region regional tourism boards within countries. Um, this is an awesome place to get your feet wet if you're just getting started and, and working out. You know, trying out your pitches with them, trying to get testimonials, and, and trying to get your first sort of positive experiences. This is a great place to start. Obviously, the budgets are a lot smaller than some of the larger ones, but it's been my experience that a lot of times, you know, these people don't mind working with you, and especially if you can get a good personal contact with them. Um, I, I live here in the United States, and there are a lot of local um, individual states have their own tourism boards. And you can meet these people at, at you know, a lot of local conventions, tourism conventions as well, too. And again, it's, it's a great place to get your feet wet. Um, you know, try it out with them. And, you know, I would even recommend, like, when I got first started doing this, I told them right out, you know, to a local state tourism board saying, you know, I'm just getting started with this. Um, you know, I, I, you don't want to say you don't know what you're doing, but essentially you want to say that you are committed to, to providing a service to, to, to tourism boards. You know, are you willing, you know, let's, let's work together. You know, I'll provide you X, Y, and Z and go through your pitch and you, it's going to work for you. You know, you may not get a huge free trip, but you may, you know, very well provide some pro bono work to them, you know, where you're, you're providing them some, some, some content, some posts, and you're working with them, and it's going to pay off for you in the long run. 